0: And we back walking and talking walk on a road, I see the bird, oh my God, did you already heard that modern hominid had taken the most we going over here and we start to boast we post the post we do the most we take all the rock and we go for gross gross you say I don't know that I like to play Hominid, is they like to play every single of mother day you duck. Jesus. Yeah. Um, In one of my last riffs, actually the last riff, I took a little side tangent talking about the idea, or I mentioned the idea of love, of lust, of being in love, Uh, and that's just an interesting thing. It's love is this word in our society that I don't know that we fully all agree upon the same definition for this word and there seems to be multiple different things for which this word is used right there's being in love there's loving something there's loving some person there's being in love with some person and what do all these mean what what is it and I want to take a chance to to riff on it I guess Um, and I'd love to hear anyone else's thoughts on this as well. Certainly not an expert here. Um, okay, love. So, I feel like there's mainly, there's two main forms of love. There is just love in the sense that you love your mom. You love your great friends. You love those things. Uh... And I'm less interested in that. And I'm more interested in the idea of being in love and what that is. Uh, That's where there seems to be some confusion in myself and in people. What does it mean to be in love? So part of me feels like to be in love is what you hear at people's weddings when people are talking about the first time they met and they locked eyes and they knew that this person was going to be the one for them and or whatever, or not even as cheesy as that, but just like when people talk about the early stages or talk about meeting their partner and how they knew they wanted to spend the rest of their life with this person. Uh, often as we hear at weddings, uh, yeah, we hear this idea of in love. And for a long time, I called BS on that. I was like, eh. uh, I felt like the this idea of being in love was a social construct fed to us through media, through the movies we watch, uh, through rom-coms, through romantic movies. It's this the guy picks the woman up and walks off into the sunset and their horse drawn white horse carriage and there, everything is rainbows. And it's, I, w- I was like, no BS. Like that is, yeah, again, a construct that has been fed to us this narrative of what we think in love should be. And then we get in relationships. And I certainly never felt that prior. I'm like, huh? Oh. So part of me calls BS on it thinking it's a, social construct, but then another part of me goes to, okay, well, maybe being in love is just the period of lustiness, when the neurochemicals, the oxytocin is flowing through your brain, and your partner can do no wrong, you just like, want to just like, touch them and be around them, and every waking moment, uh, so I could get behind that, as that that meaning being in love. Literally, you love them and you are in it. You are engulfed in it. Uh, you are engulfed in the neurochemicals flowing and you're literally in the love. Uh, you're feeling love for that person and you are in it in that moment. And I could actually get behind that. Uh, but if that's true, that means that we. If we are with a partner for a long time, we are constantly in flux. We are falling in love and then the next day we're out of love. Like if you're not feeling that rush of chemicals in that moment, which is not sustainable for a lifetime, uh, then you're not in love with that person in that moment. Uh, So then I call BS on a lot of older couples who are like, "Ah, we've been in love for 40 years. And maybe that's true, and I'm sure there are couples where that is the case. Um, I feel like there may be the exception and not the norm, though. Um, but if you're 40, I, I believe that you can be in love 40 years down the road, but I feel like you have to acknowledge at that point, you're falling in and out of it, and you can do things to help facilitate getting back into love with them, feeling that just like, ah, I just like, I'm in love with you. So why does this matter? Uh, Why am I even riffing on it? (laughs) Just because I feel like I see myself and a lot of my friends right now, and most of the world, like a... (sighs) One of the cruxiest decisions we have as humans, Um, I'm going to go on a quick side tangent, I feel like we put too much weight on a lot of the decisions we make in life. Oh, where am I going to eat today? What am I going to do? Right? I feel like in general, we stress too much about them. But if there is one decision in life that's worth stressing about, I think it has to be who you decide to choose as a partner as a life partner or maybe which this is less accepted in our culture but are you going to choose to have a life partner or are you going to remain single Uh, but if there seems to be a cruxy decision in life it seems to be that Uh, who are you going to choose Anyways, so I'm at the age now where a lot of my friends are in this kind of crux decision. Uh, every relationship they're in, there's the underlying unspoken thing of, who are they going to be? Someone who I can marry. Someone who I can spend my life with. And that puts a lot of pressure on relationships. And even going up to the first date, it can put a lot of pressure on it. Uh, so... Relationships are hard enough as is, let alone when we're carrying around preset, uh, conditioned thoughts surrounding relationships, like being in love. We, a lot of us, um, yeah, are carrying this idealistic picture of the being carried off into the Sunset in a horse drawn carriage, kind of romanticized version of love that I don't think is necessarily always true. And if that's what we're going for, that's gonna create a clash between what you expect and what you actually get. And when that clash comes, it yeah, I don't know, it doesn't, I don't think it would feel great and could potentially cause us to duck out of a relationship that is healthy. But it just isn't appear, upholding to the norms set by our romantic movies and media that we consume. Yeah, I think it. I think it matters, and I think we need to think and ask ourselves: What does it mean to be in love? What is love? And questions of this nature to help the modern hominid start to try to live a little better. Um, as I mentioned, relationships, at least for the humans in my age demographic, seem to be at the forefront right now. Who are you gonna marry? Are you gonna get married? Uh, are you dating anyone? This is what everyone Everyone asks. Everyone talks about it. It is it's like the thing. And And I think it's worth thinking critically about the type of relationship we want to be in because we have more say than we might think. Um, I think one issue we run into in relationships is that without knowing it, we adopt the traditional norms surrounding relationships in our culture. Uh, So what are some of the traditional norms, right? Like if you're in a traditional relationship in the U.S., you hold hands when you're on walks and you sleep in the same room and you don't tell your partner that you thought that guy was hot Uh, and you uh, don't talk about pooping and you or whatever right like I'm exaggerating a little bit but there are these things that we all subconsciously adopt and slip into um, that we have absorbed through observing relationships in our country Um, and some of them are really good and some of them I think have room for maybe some improvement And I think it all starts from the first date. I think that the main area where we can improve is just opening up and living with a little bit more realness and honesty to our partner. Again, it starts from the first date, right? We go on this date and you really want to date someone you've been lonely. Maybe you're just trying to get laid or whatever. Uh, And so you come forth and you are just you're presenting this image of yourself to the human who you're meeting across the table at the coffee shop or at the bar. And you're telling him, hi, I'm Lucas, and I, oh, I just love to ski, and I'm a mountain biker, and oh, I teach the youth of tomorrow. And we paint this picture of ourselves. And then, if we don't paint an original picture that is uh, truthful, we then get left trying to uphold this almost unreal picture of who we are right take for example like one of the things i notice with a lot of people is being truthful about how many people you've slept with had sexual intercourse with right like a lot of times early stages, uh, we're a little like, Oh, do we say the real number? Are they going to think I'm a slut? Are they going to think that I'm so nerdy that I can't get laid and we maybe don't even go there or never even talk about that with our partner. Um, and that's just one example of the ways that we kind of sculpt this image of how we present ourselves to our partners. And I think it's important from the get go to a sculpt a real image of who you are. Yeah. I take dumps and my farts smell. Okay, cool. Next. Uh, Which is why I think it can be cool. And it's just more natural to meet a partner who's already in your friend group. uh, (laughs) Where you've been friends for a while and they know you they see you you don't have to hide and then they choose you you and all your flaws and you and all your glory uh then it's just a more healthy stable balance to jump into a relationship uh and we're losing touch with a little bit of that with our dating apps uh just going on basically blind dates and then you prop up who you are. And sometimes, like, I've been in relationships where I have been afraid to bring my partner around my friends at for the risk of my friends saying something that I didn't want my partner to hear. And I, like, would go to these crazy extents of, like, avoiding just so that she wouldn't find out that I'm a fraud or that I'm this way. And I think that is true for a lot of us. And we're better off with a little bit more openness and a little bit more honesty. Which is really easy to say. Like, oh yeah, just be more open. Be more honest. Uh, it's easy to say, but so hard. So hard to say what you're feeling uh, continually, openly, honestly. Uh, a relationship requires so much communication. And... I have fallen victim to this so many times of when the hard thing that needs to be said, how I feel, how I'm feeling in the moment, like, whatever that is, and specifically in my case, like, when I'm feeling these, like, avoidant tendencies, um, like, oh, I just want space, or like, oh, I'm just not feeling... Uh, that great in the relationship right now which I'm realizing now is normal it's normal to like have these moments where you don't feel like great 100% in relationships but when that has been the case I have suppressed it and have hidden these real truths and in suppressing them pushing them down within me I'm finding that later on they just come bubbling up to the surface with even more power and so what I'm trying to work on in my relationships now is saying openly honestly how i feel uh at an appropriate time when it's appropriate that's not to say i'm just blurting out everything but um expressing how i feel especially when i know it could potentially hurt my partner i think i have been afraid of hurting my partners in the past or saying something that might hurt them and so i have withheld it which does it only bubbles up worse in the future And that, that to me seems to be the difficulty in relationships where a lot of relationships break down, where communication breaks down, where we become too afraid to say our truth. So we suppress it and then all of a sudden it's been four months since we've had a proper check-in about how we're feeling in the relationship. And at that point, (laughs) It's an explosion, right? I feel like in relationships, we need to be on the same page. And issues arise when we are not on the same page. I would even go as far to say, in relationships, specifically romantic relationship, uh, not only do we need to be on the same page, but we need to be reading the same paragraph and the same sentence on the same word, maybe even, dare I say, on the same letter, And when you are on the same letter as your partner, when you guys are both, when everything is out there on the table, that's when the goodness of relationship comes, which requires incessant check-ins, continual communication, over-communication, and like it feels like, but it is worth it like that. And saying the hard thing when it needs to be said, uh that to me seems like a recipe for a healthy sustainable long-term relationship and boom you heard it here from lucas mr perfect at relationships no so far from it uh which is why it's funny that i'm even talking about this but i'm almost prescribing where i how i want to be in relationship uh it feels cool right now. I'm in a relationship, I guess you could say. Um, definitely you could say. And it is feeling healthy. It's the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. Uh, I feel like we're on the same letter of the same page of the same book. And it feels good, which is new for me. Uh, I have pretty heavy avoidant tendencies in relationship Uh, shout out attachment theory. Go check that out if you don't know what I mean by avoidant. Uh, but basically my natural tendency when things aren't secure in a relationship is to pull away. I pull away. I start to close off and yeah, everything's good. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh man, what is happening? And I want space and in me wanting space in a relationship that oftentimes triggers the anxious tendency in the other partner, which makes them want to hold tighter to me, which makes me want to pull further away, and this vicious, vicious cycle of anxious, avoidant plays out. And I see that in a lot of relationships of my friends as well. This anxious avoidantness. Um, anyways. By becoming aware of it, I have now been able to almost correct for it and like share with my partner like, hey, this is this is what I'm working with. Uh, Can you help me out a little bit? Uh, And in that, not only is that vulnerable and opens them up, but it, it just helps us see the relationship more clearly so that we can stay on the same page. Anyways, working on my own things in relationship right now as every modern hominid I think needs to because relationship is what we have the connectedness to the others the social fabric that holds us together the goods of life without relationship, what do we have? relationship to others relationship to our body relationship to the natural world it's what we got and shout out to that.